Father, we just pray, and Lord, we piggyback off of that worship. Anyone here that think it's over, God is just the, at the beginning. And would you just, as your heads are bowed, eyes are closed, think about, you know, relationships, your children, just things that maybe people said, oh, this is over, it's done. And God is looking and saying, no, we're just beginning. I still have room for you. There's still greatness inside of you. There's still greatness inside your marriage, inside your children, inside your, your uh, dreams and your visions and your hopes. It is just beginning. And what is through, what the thing that ended was you striving to try to make it happen by yourself. That's all that ended. That's all that came to a conclusion was your strength to try to do it on your own, your strength to try to try to make it happen in you. And, and so even as he was singing, as your world is, is spinning and, and going, you're still in the hand of God. And all the chaos, you're still in the hand of God. You hold my hand. So I'm, I'm going to just pray that you do what, what Mary did at the feet of Jesus and, and just Pour yourself out. Pour out your very best. See, if we never prepare Jesus to go to the cross, we can't receive him getting up from the grave. So, Lord, we pour out our best to you right now. Lord, I can't raise my children on my own. I can't, I can't uh, keep my marriage on my own. I can't keep my job on my own. But with you, all these things are possible. All these things are possible. All the, all my children are reachable. My, my, my children are teachable. Lord God, all of these things are possible because I'm no longer doing it on my own. Thank you for the deliverance from me. Thank you, Lord God, for delivering me from me. 
And Lord, as the, as the last worship song, my heart needs a surgeon. My soul needs a friend. Lord God, I, I just need you to mend my heart. I, I keep going back to things that I said that I was free from. I keep, I keep doing things and saying things that look like I never forgave that it looks like I never gave up. But in the name of Jesus, today, I pour all of those things out, all of those, those ointments, all of those things, I pour them out onto you, Lord God. I pour them out so that they will not come out of my mouth ever, ever again. As we believe, Lord God, in this midday, mid-year, 21-day fast, we just believe, Father, for your greatness to come, Lord, that we receive all that you have for us. We spoke this as a term in a time of peace, Lord, that surpass all understanding. We thank you for peace in our finances, peace, Lord God, in our world, in our nation, Lord God. We just speak the peace of God that surpass all understanding. And Lord, by all means, the peace that are in our thoughts, in our mind, that Lord, that we glorify you with peace. As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, I'm going to read our prayer, our peace prayer, 21-day prayer that I've got posted. Father, thank you. For the promise of peace the world is in battle every day is an emotional war everything around me seems designed to break my focus and create distraction but your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path because i love thy word my peace is great holy spirit you are the true source of peace you are the spirit of peace and i embrace you today your words matter to me thank you for the word of god the instrument of peace that you have given to me it drives out darkness and brings me into a place of rest in jesus name amen 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 you guys may be seated if you are still i'll meet you in class Amen. Repeat after me. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss get left. Amen, amen. We know Pastor Rita left some of her double agents in here, men. Uh, we know they're working for her because they'd be telling her stuff I say in here and she's back there, so I'm still going to say it. Next week is Father's Day, okay? All day, fellas. It's all, yeah. Thank you. So we're going to be wearing Brute by Fabergé, uh, all kind of ice cream. Yeah, smell like barbecue. Like, well, it's the fast, so. <laughs> but, but, but you guys eat your barbecue, and I'm going to live vicariously through you, okay? But you eat it. I want you, to, I want you to have grease on your face. I want you to get in the car and ride and let it dry up. Uh, just, just go like that. Father's Day. Huh? And so we're, we're going we're <laughs> to... That's what happens when you give a crazy person the mic. Listen, God called you exactly the way you are. Do not change 
fit yourself. This is not me. I'm dressed up like a mortician, but I like to obey. All right, Book of Revelations. This is our eighth sermon. Babylon has fallen. Let me tell you, no matter how much evil, no matter how powerful evil looks, it's going to ultimately fail. There's never been a retired mafia leader. There's never been a retired drug pin. Uh, there's never been a retired pimp. They've, they've died. And whatever, whatever, pick a, pick a crime. All right? They don't retire. They don't do pension. They die. Uh, my father died. He didn't retire from the business. My brothers died. They didn't retire from the business. They, they did not. They, they died. So when I started looking at it, and no matter how powerful they looked, right, they have money for everything. You ever look around and see, like, people that are not living right, doing right, and seem like they got everything? They seem to be blessed. Kind of makes you mad, man. You were like, Jesus, jump them. And God, it's <laughs> like that, yes. And, and God is like, no, you know, it's better to have uh, me than to have all that stuff. And the stuff has now become their idol. And we're going to talk about a lot of idolatry here because that's kind of sometimes the pursuit. And you're like, man, I'm working hard. I'm busting it. And ends just barely meeting or not meeting till I make a meet. You ever add to your chain link to make your link, make it till Friday? But, but, but God is thankful for you because anyone could have quit, right? Anyone could have uh, given up. And uh, I love how I was thinking of Emmett. Pastor Reed is such an Emmett supporter. It's almost like he running for president or something. You know, it's like, yeah, man, this dude, she goes, oh, no, it's Emmett. It's such a, it's like, how do you know? How do you know? You haven't seen Emmett. How do you know? Oh, it's just Emmett's a good guy. I was like, you don't know. Hmm? All of them, right? So see, you're outnumbered, right? Yeah, yeah, you're outnumbered. So you can, your stuff won't hold up. I mean, it's out of nowhere, too. God, oh, I love that guy. I did the dishes. Where are you, girl? Where are you, girl? But no, but, but even just say that about him. And all of us, that, that there's a love, there's a compassion uh, understanding people that stand with you in agreement, right? I, like, I think a lot of Christians couldn't be in gangs. They trade size too often. Seriously, I'm serious. Like, like I, I remember as a youth pastor, I told them, y'all couldn't be in a real gang. You'd be murdered. Y'all like to wear red on some days, blue on some days. Uh-uh. I'm either with God or I'm not with God. You know, you can't be doing that, like, peeking in, peeking out. And that don't mean you're not going to make mistakes. What I'm saying is don't go trade. I'm going to be over here because it's popular. Okay, anyway. Hey, how about chapter 17, since y'all looking at me like that? <laughs> And verse one, and there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials and talk with me saying unto me, come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. Now, I can't begin to tell you once I first got in ministry, how long it took me to say whore. I still can't say the other word for donkey. I just can't do it. I, I just haven't brought myself to that, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm free here, okay? With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and inhabitations of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication fornication man that's some so he carried so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness and i saw a woman sit upon a scarlet colored beast full of names of blasphemy 
having seven heads and ten horns, and the woman was arrayed purple and scarlet color, and decided with gold and, and decked, decided decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. The Bible put it in all caps, not me, the King James Version, like they were texting angry about this woman, you know, because you text in all caps, that means you mad. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and, and, and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I, warned, I wondered with great admiration. Now, have you ever seen people so evil? It's like, man, they, they're amazingly evil. Right. And, and then there are times we got to understand as the Bible's revealing to us, it ain't it ain't for, for lack of a better way to say it, it ain't always the man's fault. All right, fellas. And let me say it for you. Amen. Y'all left me hanging, man. Y'all just just going to leave a brother out there all by himself. The show ain't, ain't always show. So so you, you, you look at and like this, this, this that came up. That, that you can do something and you can be drunk with something other than alcohol, right? You can be drunk with anger, drunk with frustration, drunk with bitterness, drunk with sadness, drunk with indecision. You can be drunk. You can, like, you, there are other things that you're drunk with, and you're drunk with fornication. This is all I want. Have you ever been in a locker room? You, can, you see the drunks. We've met them. They can, be, they can see something totally wrong. They can, you can see somebody like, how's that working out, right? The, the, the place of what God is showing is that when, when we start to side with things that are not godly, we begin to be involved. They begin to become part of our nature. So here's the, here's the breakdown of chapter 17 before I even get into it. Symbol is the harlot woman identified with, with Rome inland woman whore mother guilty of religious abomination destroyed by the political power that previous previous supported her now we ever had wednesdays where we got together and talked about how this is directly related with times we'll do that then but this is just preaching you preaching to you sermons about the book of revelations okay but we can do that if you want to there's a whole lot more that i have to this is what takes me so long because i'm like i get sidebar and i don't know if you can tell i i might be add Maybe. I don't know. I was never tested. We didn't have money. Isn't that good? That when you thank God we were too broke to know I was messed up. Listen, some of us were too broke to get diagnosed with some of our stuff, so we never knew. I just was had more energy than everybody else. ADHDQ, P, whatever else they want to add on there. They just adding letters. Buying a valve. <laughs> don't don't forget ignorant. He's got an eye in there somewhere. Babylon was a literal city in the, in the great river Euphrates, and you can see that in Genesis chapter 11 and verses 1 through 10. It was a city. This is not the first time you hear about Babylon. If you, and you ever heard white, white, <laughs> not white, not, I think it's white people. I mean, I got one. This is, it is right is what I was trying to say, but, but you know, you've heard that the oldest sin is, is sex sin, right? The oldest, let's say, occupation. Right? You heard that, right? And then so what it's telling you about, this is the way, again, with the confusion of sexuality in our world today, you can see this thing driving its way in. They are accepting all kind of behaviors. New disease is popping up. We never had monkey pox. 
We had chicken, but now we got a new animal. We live long enough, we will have a whole zoo of diseases. <laughs> Swine flu is in there. You can catch the flu off a pig. No, I catch breakfast off pigs. Bacon. Which you'll notice during the fast, I talk more about food than I do any other time. You talk about what you're missing. Shows right after the flood, this was right after the flood, Babylon was the seat of the civilization that expressed organized hostility to God. Right after the flood. Think about that. Right after the entire, all the people other than the eight that were on the boat, they started to turn against the God who they knew they could have, they were no match for. That's just, that's, that's crazy to me. Um, Babylon was, was, was later the capital of the empire that cruelty con conquered Judah. Babylon to them, the Jews, to them the Jews was, uh, <laughs> gosh, these words are big, essence of all evil. That wasn't a big word. Embodiment of, of cruelty, the foe of God, people and lasting type of sin, carnality, lust, and greed. Now, you just hear one thing over and over again, lust, 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 fornication, 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 greed, greed, it, 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 because it gives an appetite for that. Right there becomes this appetite, and and it, then it becomes idolatry. It becomes the only thought for these people. To those familiar with the Old Testament, the name Babylon is associated with the organized, organized idolatry. So they don't want just one. They're going to get a group, blasphemy, and the persecution of God's people. We've seen that today, right? If you stand up for what you believe and you say what you believe, you say just exactly what the Bible says, people will come against you and they will cancel you. We got cancel culture. We hear it all the time. People will cancel you if you speak exactly what the Bible says. And that's Okay. If you're canceled, there are other stations out there ready to tune in. We just have to move on, right? I, I say this to the students all day. Quit auditioning for friendships. If they don't accept you the way you are, cancel the audition. You say it all the time. I've seen little girls, especially elementary girls, they're so like, they, they, it hits them like, oh. And they'll get up and move from where they're sitting during the speech. I've been auditioning for her. Don't like me the way I am. They get over there and put their hood on their head. Like, yeah. <laughs> like well, at least they found out, right? And we got a lot of times where we sin, and we, especially when we see our kids stuck, and, and they become addicted to people and, and relationships, and this is what they're, they're like. They're, they're hooked. They're hooked on fighting. You know, I need this stuff. And, I need, and you said, no, 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 we're going to break. And, and one of the things that's missing, the reason why there's a hook, the reason why that war breaks out, because peace is missing. So we're going to be, speak that piece that it shows up and, and begin to get over there. The, the last week was a lot better because I had jeans with rips in them and I felt like I could move more. To those familiar with this, right, it is associated with that organized idolatry. Ezekiel, he protests against the ceremony of weeping for uh, Tammuz. And this is Ezekiel 8 and 14. And I think I shared this almost a year ago. When people start having empathy for people's sin. Right? Sympathy is feeling sorry for someone. Empathy is feeling with them. Right? The slang word, I feel you, that is an empathy statement. Like, I actually feel what you feel. You come up to me and say that you've had siblings that have died. I can feel that because I've had siblings that have died. I can feel you. 
I can feel you. You come and tell me somebody died in your arm, they took their last breath. I can feel you. That I've done that. That's happened. And because I can feel that, I know what frustration, I know what sadness, I know what bitterness, I know what mindset that goes with that. When people start to empathize with sin, behavior, especially sexual sins, they become a part of that. They become an ally to it. This is exactly what happened yesterday when I was doing the taping and, and, and by myself. It's the exact same thing. They want allies to fight for them who are not involved in the same thing, so they become involved mentally and emotionally. Ezekiel said he, he, he protested against it. He protested against it because when you start to show and share your emotions for something, that's when you get caught up in it. Uh, if you, we, we haven't done this. Our kids, uh, at least I wasn't. I didn't even know that Miracle and her mom told me after she was growing up that she had a boyfriend uh, in middle school or something like that. Was that when it was? Something like that? They didn't tell me. Apparently, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Okay. I, I didn't know until she was in 11th or 12th grade. Apparently, I couldn't handle the information. And, and they were right. Like, Pastor Rita knows what I can. She knows, like, he is not ready. You're mature in this area than he is. And, and that's good. It's just, you know, they wanted to see me free. And free, not just mentally, physically, not in prison. Because <laughs> that wouldn't have made sense to me. There's none you can come to me, and I guarantee you that there's no way. But, you know, she handled, I think, you know, she, anyway, she ended up being the, the little force. She was okay. But I would have made sure my way, All right? There are things that if you become too empathetic to, you will start to condone, Right? Uh, uh, let's, let's take it easier, okay? Since I'm going to talk about food anyway. You can be on a diet and condone why you need to eat cake. And before you know it, you're elbow deep, chin deep in cake. Because you condone it long enough, it... <clears throat> and then what happens is all your boundaries break down. And you begin to give over to it. Well, here's the same thing. And he's telling them, don't give that over because now you're entering into a place of worshiping the thing. Instead of just saying, oh, that is a thing. Now it's turning into the place of God. Again, remember what we said about money? It's, it's too much when you want it more. You trust it more than you trust God. So $5 can be too much money. Right? And a million may not be enough for the people who are doing it and don't trust in it more than they trust God. Well, they got that stuff. They must be devils because they got money. Maybe you. First Peter 5, 8 says that be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He means he can't devour you unless you make yourself available. Why in the world would I jump in the ocean with blood on me? All right, y'all see that? Sharks. Yeah, <laughs> Irene had to give me some. Yeah, my pineapple surfboard is gone like the sharks ate it. But that's what happens with a lot of people that begin to condone things. They start to jump in the shark-infested world with blood on them. And you want to make sure that you walk in this place of freedom and then keep speaking the freedom. We, we have to speak it to our kids. And, and you know, remember how you were, right, when you were a teenager, that you were invincible. Invincible. There was nothing you couldn't do. And nothing nobody could tell you because you knew everything. 
That's the time our folks should have sent us to uh, Houston up there in Webster, Texas, to NASA. We knew it all. We could have been up there drinking tang and, and having a good time, spam with those people over there. Verse 3 through 6, John was carried away into the wilderness by the Spirit the same way Jesus was carried away into the wilderness in Matthew 4, verses 1 through 4. Now, again, when you by yourself, uh, how many of y'all don't have as many friends as you did when you were in elementary? You come, I got 38 best friends. Remember that? Now, man, you, no, not, not so much. Not so much. I don't even trust the neighbors. Like, like we're fighting for parking over there at the house. Like, you, you understand what I mean? Like, we, we just collected. And so when he says when God sends you away and divide people away from you, he's telling you that they didn't have your best interests at hand. You are not alone because you did something wrong. You're alone because God wants to do what's right with you. Amen. That's Again, it doesn't get much fellowship than that. Right? And it's kind of tough, like, God, like, why, why can't I be, like, you know, why can't I have this, you know, why can't I have all these things that other people have? Well, you pray for things other people ain't praying for. You need deliverances that other people are not praying for. They're not believing for that. I, I, it took me a while to even share my, my story of how I grew up. I didn't even share it the first 10 years of being in ministry. Wouldn't even talk about it. We didn't even talk about it. Just wouldn't. What your, what, your, what your biological father do for a living? Oh, he invests. <laughs> he invested robbing people, murdering people. He invests. And then after a while, you begin to share because God says you need something. You need to get delivered from a little bit more than what everybody else needs to be delivered from. Yep. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man, you're a different kind of pastor. I'm supposed to be, I'm not supposed to be like you. I have a twin that I'm not alike. I'm not supposed to be like, we're not supposed to be like everybody else. God, you're believing God for a different thing, for a different way, for a different purpose, different plan. Verse 10 says, um, no, verse 7 says that it appeared that the harlot rule or road, right? She's ride or die, the Antichrist system. But he is the dynamic factor using her as tyrants have always used religion, by the way, as a mere tool to accomplish their purpose. Have y'all seen this? Uh, remember Jim Jones, the one that led everybody? He used religion and he used politics to get people to follow him. He was over there talking about, you know, you, you guys have been mistreated, so follow me. And he used religion. He used the two. The other thing mixed in there, fornication, sexual sin. Now, this is crazy. This is how you know the folks were caught up, right? He was doing stuff with their daughter with the dad sitting right there. Somebody got to die. Somebody's got to die that day. It's time to go to prison. It's time to go. <laughs> like, I don't care how many armed guards you got. I'm going to choke you out while they shoot me in the neck. Like, we're, we're dying, Right, And there's a sense of that. And what I mean by that, there's a sense of your prayer to cut people off who are signed to take down your children. Okay, and I kill them. Now, again, now, make sure I clear that up because this is on Spotify. So they, they, they point your crime back to me and I'll be an accomplice. Pray that things that have got their hands wrapped around your kid's neck, mentally, emotionally, and physically, that it is broken, it, that that assignment is assassinated, okay? All right. Whew, that was close. 
Uh, and, and, and then again, people will use religion. And what we mean by religion, religion is just ritual. We have a relationship with Christ. Okay? We're in the faith, the religious faith called Christianity. But we're not in the ritual of Christianity. We're in the relationship with Christ. And you know the difference, right? Know the difference between a relationship and a ritual. A ritual is just, you're just robot. A relationship means I'm actively alive with you. If you tell your wife you love them one time and never say it again, you, will not, you won't have to because they won't be around anyway. You never said it again. That's not how it works. It's a relationship. It's daily. I love you every day. I love you every moment. I love you every time. I don't like it when you spin, but I love you. And that shows my love because we're going to stay here together. Verse 10, five have fallen. So as it breaks it down, five have fallen refers to the five world empires before, before John's day, Egypt, Assyria, Babylonia, uh, Persia, and Greece. One is referred to the world empire of John's day, which is Rome. And that was what was the evil of the day because it was the biggest city. Everybody was caught up into that, that type of city and that type of thing. The other has not yet come refers to the one world empire to come. Have you probably heard people in last day, people talking about one world order? Right. In order to organize the world. And we saw this right when the pandemic hit, everyone was on an organized pursuit of a vaccine. It'll be the exact same way when it's talking about financially. That'll be organized pursuit. Now, again, be still, be confident, confident, be excited. We won't be here during this time. OK, I need to encourage you because y'all looking like, ooh, that's not we ain't gonna, we're going to be gone. We're going to be in heaven. OK. Singing, but we need to tell our, <laughs> tell the people we're close to. I'm about to say tell our friends. <laughs> Maybe they're your friends. Who knows? Oh, I could have a friend. I have a friend that needs to know because they, they have not yet believed. I think when them frogs start licking up stuff, they're going, that's what Tori was talking about. Uh, when, when, it com- when he comes, he must, continue, he must continue a short time. So the seventh will quickly be taken over by an eighth and will become a state of the Antichrist. So we're talking about the Antichrist showing up, and this is Revelation 17, verse 11. The beast, the Antichrist, the eighth king of perdition, which means destruction, verses 12 through 15 in here, he's destroying things. Whoever was with him, he's going to destroy them, right? And I, and I, I, only thing I can compare this to is the, is the lifestyle of, of mafia drug dealers and pimps. A drug dealer, the minute they don't trust you, they kill you because they don't know if you're going to turn on them. Even if you're not doing anything, you can do all the work you want to for them. Uh, I saw the mafia do that too. I, 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 saw, I saw pimps do the same thing. When the minute they can't trust you, we must kill you. And even if it's only in, in their crazy minds. But, but they're doing crazy stuff, so eventually their minds are going to be crazy. Right? We saw some relatives get beat down by my father just because he was, he had off day. Man, eat a pancake or something, put some syrup on it, like calm down. But the Antichrist will do the same way. People will dive into and get involved in him and thinking like, okay, I'm on his side. He's going to treat me right. No, he doesn't have the ability to love. He doesn't have the ability to love. You talk about the, the dysfunctional relationship. That is one to sign up with him. So the 10 kings to, to come, allies of the Antichrist, this probably alludes to 10 nation confederations. The harlot's influence will be worldwide, including some religions, religions through the beast. Now think about it. There are churches right today buying into some of the harlot behavior that's saying it's okay. 
There are some churches saying you don't even need God to get to heaven. Well, he up there. How you, what you going to do when you get there and he there? Oh, we're going to kick it. I didn't believe you was here. I didn't believe I need you to get here, but we're here. I don't think they get that far. The Antichrist allies turn on the great harlot. So ultimately, he creates his own fight. Ever seen people who can't stand for there to be peace? They got to start. You got relatives, don't you? You can't go to a family reunion. Some, that, you got that one uncle that show up, eat everything, then start trouble. Why you cook it like that? Why did you say it after you ate? Right? You, you, you had them, right, during the holidays? I mean, it, it, that you had, that, that person couldn't stand it if people were getting along. My twin uh, often tells me about my mom's sister. Now, all of them passed away except for my mom. But, but one of the things they hated about my mom was that she remarried, my stepfather married her with six kids, and he loved her. They always kept telling her, oh, he ain't no good, he ain't no good, you should leave him. Somebody show up to you with six kids? Hang on to that. And she has. But they, were, they would criticize her every single day. He ain't no good. He ain't no good. And I remember one time when Tony got us kicked out of our family reunion, how would y'all know? You don't have one. I know. I know. And they asked us to leave. And I did. It was too hot to be out there anyway. <laughs> like we having a good time sweating. It's hot. Matching t-shirts. It was hot. So they, they, ultimately, they'll destroy one another. Uh, hate will turn on hate just like it turns on anything else. And ultimately, it can't get along. It has to kill. Verse 17, God directed the judgment against this religious, Babel, this religious mentality. Babylon, verse 18, the great harlot is identified with Rome. Rome was personification of Babylon in Judah John's day. But now we have, listen to this, multiple cities that identify with behaviors that, we, that, that are against God. Have y'all seen this? They pass laws in multiple cities that are against the Bible. They're, they're trying to take the Bible completely out of courts. They're trying to take it out of everything. Multiple, they're, they're lining it up. It's almost like we're in, right, like, like, oh, man, we see the first wave going, and there are multiple cities that are doing things that this is legal to do, and this is legal to do, and this is okay to do. You can do that. They've got laws that, that protect people to do it, which means that's how it's going to become such an engulfment of people. And that's why we got to keep preaching the consistent word of God. Amen. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I promise. I'll do it. All right. Revelations chapter 18, verse 1 through 8. And, and after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of, ev of, of, of every unclean and hateful Birds. I didn't even know there was hateful birds, but I guess if you watch Jurassic Park, them big ones like pterodactyl, like, like those, you know, they hateful. They got issues, right? And, and eagles are just pit bulls with wings. Like, they're hurt. they hateful. A bird? And I got to dig deeper in that, but I, I'll go get it. For all nations have, have, drunk, have, have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are wax rich through the abundance of her delicacies. 
And I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, that she be not that ye be not partakers of her sin, and ye receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you. Now, this is where the Bible's telling you, get even with her. Now, she distracted you and tricked you. You get her back. Now, now get her back, meaning they're going to be preaching against her the way she caught them, right? Okay. Well, again, we won't be here, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm good to watch. I won't, you know, I'm Big screen. You talk about the whole world is a big screen. I'm sitting there looking. Uh, so he said, but get even and double unto her, double according to her works in cup, in the cup, and, and which she had filled, filled to her double. That's such a tough. Anyway, how much she had glorified herself and lived deliciously. <laughs> so much torment and sorrow give her. For she hath in her heart, I sit. She had said in her heart, I sit a queen and no widow and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judges her. Now, all of us, and I'll say this because I know we all have said it. Do not ever want our kids to go through some of the things we went through. Everybody say Amen. Don't want them to experience it. Don't want them to go through that. We've lived our lives to protect them from it. We, we do not want them to go through what we went through. We don't want them to get that close to the edge. We don't want them to be, have suicidal thoughts. We don't want them to have that. We don't want them to have to hold dead people. We don't want any of that. I don't want them, I don't want them to ever have to go through that. They haven't had to experience racism the way we may have gone through it when we were growing up. They didn't have to listen. We don't want that. And this is why we teach and raise them the way we do. We don't raise them to that. We raise them from it. Okay? And he's saying the same thing in the verses. Now, here's how chapter 18, verteen, uh, <laughs> chapter 18 breaks down the commercial of Babylon. So first we got rid of the identity and the uh, idol, uh, idolatry, but the commercialism, the, the bringing up the symbol of a great city, identified with port city, coastal. They out there on the beach tanning. Habitation, great city, marketplace, guilty of greed and self-indulgence, destroyed by sudden act of God. That's not happening today, right? We don't have people guilty. We don't have people greedy, do we? Yeah. And listen, I kind of gotten turned off with professional sports when I have, hear them people arguing about, well, I wanted an $80 million contract. We're only going to give you 75. <laughs> Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar, right? Like... Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like what you saying, like, you're not, that's, that's, that's first world problems. I don't know if I can live off 75 million. Where? Where are you staying? Because we need to get over there and get some rocks from your place. You ever sit back and been like, man, just spread that out. You're right. You can't live with it. You need to give with it. And so I'm just like, you know, I can't even watch that dude run. Like the, 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 <laughs> the one comedian said, laugh now, you're overpaid clown. But it's, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Two, <laughs> two Old Testament examples of this are Babylon and Isaiah uh, chapter 13 and chapter 14, Isaiah chapter 21, and Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51 
entire Ezekiel 26 through 28. All of those chapters are talking about Babylon the Great. Now, I got nothing against money. I got nothing against prosperity. Please don't, don't think that, okay? Don't, please don't. What I'm saying is when it becomes an argument that, that your indulgence has to have that much, not just because you want to spend it, just because you want to have it. Some of it is just about me saying I got it more than me using it, using what I have. Right? We are, and, and I know we got to, I know everybody's got to get better with their finances. Don't take, don't take this the wrong way. Uh, some of us use up all we got till the next one comes in. Like all the way where you have to stare at the account. It's midnight. You ever looked up at the internet? <laughs> God knows you surely could do with it. In the same point, when things become great, we, uh, we, we look at our kids become, and, and, and I, man, I just sound like the old guy, get off my lawn, but how attracted they are, their ability to stay into like TikTok or into something like that. And it's just, it's just their season of that's what they're in. And we were into things too, you know, and our bikes, like my bike was like, I rode it all the time, even against the wind. Well, I used to have to walk it against the wind in Lubbock, Texas, because I wasn't strong enough to ride against it and then ride it the other way and then walk it back up and then ride. That was fun to me. I, or now I figure like, what was wrong with me? Like, maybe I did need medication. But you can find the symbol of that, that Babylon the Great. Listen to this. No light is greater than the light of God, and it is all that we need to see. Looking through, uh, looking through any other light will lead to deception. Now, you may only have God in your life. Thank God. That's all you need. Right? Remember, there's a couple of y'all got married. We all we need. Now, why don't we have friends? I thought we was all we needed. Now we got to like the neighbors, which I hear is good. But he's saying that, he's saying, if I got the light of God, I'm good. He's trying to keep you from chasing things that are not good for you. And sometimes, and, and this goes with family members too. Like I told my family, they can, they can watch my kids. <laughs> By the way, they didn't want to, but I wouldn't let them. We went to go visit them. No, man, y'all want to smoke weed and stuff like right there in the house. Y'all don't even care. Y'all don't try to hide. You, I mean, you got bongs and bottles. You got all kinds of stuff just going. You want to watch your kids? No, you can't see. You can't see you. You can't watch you. Why am I going to leave my kid in you? Y'all both watching cartoons and you ain't got a TV on. Oh, you wrong, told God. You wrong. No, we right. We gone. We're gone. I'll just have to not do some stuff. So I'm taking my little kids with me. Right? I'm not going to send them under the influence of kids walking around. Daddy. <laughs> Why are you here like that? Verse 4 through 5. A call to God's people to separate. And listen, y'all circle verse 4 and 5. It says to separate from Babylon. Believers should be different in the way they live. And the way the world is, from the way the world is. And during this time, the warning is given 
coming away from the behaviors or become a part of, of the same plagues that will hit those behaviors. We tell our kids stay out of cars with people, right? We've said that, right? Because the police pull somebody over and, and they got stuff in the car. They don't take, because if this person says, that's mine, if they don't say it, everybody goes. Right? That's, that's this system that they'll take everybody. So what we try to do, what we're not going to try to do, what we are doing is saying, come from among agreeing with this behavior or you're going to get caught up in the stuff that they get caught up in. Right? Nobody, if the, if the police bust in here, we want, we want the person uh, that murdered somebody last night. None of us are going to get scared. I hope. I hope. <laughs> I'll be up here like <laughs> None of us, right, because we're not guilty of that. All right? We're not guilty of that. We, don't, we, we know. You can bust up in here all you want to. We're good. You can check us all you want. You search all you want. We're good. He can search. And that's what the devil is looking for you to be guilty. But God says, when I set you free, you're free indeed. I've said you are free from the past. It's not who you are. You're no longer guilty of it. You're free from it. People want you to pay for it, but you said, I don't have any collateral for that because I've got nothing to pay for. Right? You've got to know that's how free you are. That's how God forgives. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that yesterday. Quiet. Believers should be different, and their behavior should be set apart. So we've seen this today, right? When we don't set apart our marriages, when our marriages act like marriages of people who don't go to church, when we do things like that, the marriages end in the same amount of divorce rate. Christian marriages are divorcing quick. People who got married in the church are divorcing just as much as people who did not because they got married in the church, but they put their marriage outside of the church. This is my coming to America smile. You've got to bring it back in there. Behaviors and faith have led to believers having the same results as the world where they stop believing. You have to come out from among those. These are verses that tell us to get away from unfruitful works of sin and people that are committing it. These are the verses, right? You can go back to them. This is the Bible. Now, now again, in the past, before it was mature believers like what we got here now. Uh, we would have people get mad at us for preaching what was in the Bible. I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you not listening. But that wasn't the right response I found out later. I was supposed to say, oh, well, this is why I said it. Isaiah 52, verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 50 in verse 8. Jeremiah chapter 51 in verse 45. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 in verse 14. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 11. These are all verses that back up what the Bible says about separate yourself from lifestyles and people that are living outside the will of God, or you're going to get caught up in the behavior that they're caught up in. You ever been around somebody, you start acting like they act? I mean, I've done that. You know, if they're a workout person, all of a sudden you working, you got juices and stuff, and you acting like them, you getting the clothes. Right? They shop us, you, you know, borrow money, you know, what, whatever it takes. And again, the same thing happens here. And we have to separate ourselves and come apart. One of the things that I remember growing up, they, went, they tried to get us to do. Uh, I remember uh, getting a fur coat in the eighth grade. Hey, <laughs> looked like a little cub, me and my twin. We hated it. We hated those things. 
but it was cold and, and my mom made, you know, we were made to wear them because our dad bought it for us. What was he trying to do? Dress us to look like what? Yeah, a pimp. We hated it. We hate, we found ways to lose that cub. We'd rather be cold. We'd walk around with it because we did not want to be identified with that. We'll not dress like you. We'll not. And so one of the things that I, I, I look at us, we have to come back and say, God, I want to be what you've called me to be. I want to be what you've called me to be. I, I, I know it's going to be tough. I know it would be tough for me to love uh, my family the way I love them now without the help of God. Because I had an assassinator type mentality. I had a, I don't feel anything for you mentality. Right? And you have to fight that off daily. But I was going to join the military just to shoot people. Which was crazy, right? Who wants me on a team? Because who knows who I want to shoot that day? Oh, we walking. They in front. Just <laughs> How did they die? I think that little guy shot him. So be careful, right? Where God is sending you and showing you up, but you got to be separated. A call to those who will carry out Babylon's judgment. God will give Babylon exactly what she deserves. Verse 9 through 10, lament of the kings. This long list needs little explanation except to note these are all luxuries, not necessity. They say when a Titanic went down, all those people that had on the, the expensive jewelry was looking for oranges and apples. Because all of a sudden, what's more important? We're going to be in the ice. Who cares what kind of ice you got on? You're going to die in this cold water if you don't have anything in your body. All of a sudden, what became more important? And again, we, 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 we read this at the first, um, and I got to find out where it is, about the, what you're sacrificing to put into your body is the sacrifice that you give to God so he can put around your life. During this fast, you are sacrificing eating certain things so that you can be more desirable to God. Okay? So you're becoming a delicious treat to Jesus. And he's came into these. Verse 17 and 19 says, Riches and things that were commercialized and popular will no longer be available. And with the true riches of salvation is the only thing that will be standing. Verse 20, should God's people rejoice when judgment come? Now, I don't know about y'all, but this would be hard for me not to do. When somebody finally get what they deserve. Oh, y'all sitting back there like, Lord, I'm, mm, uh, mm. we've seen this. We've seen this where someone who lives so awful, so bad, and then when they die, we've had people like, he was a good man. I remember almost getting kicked out of funerals, me and my twin, like, are we at the wrong place? We said it out loud. We were in middle school. You're not, not him? That one? Come on, preacher. Is that a script? I have, a, I have an orange T-shirt. It says, no fear on the front. On the back of it, it said, live your life so the preacher don't have to lie at your funeral. We would be sitting there like, Are we, at, we need to open that casket again because I think we at the wrong place. 
And it ain't, obviously, a funeral is not for the dead person. It's for the people that are still alive. It's to give comfort to them. It's to bring them some comfort. Well, they must have been real comfortable because he lied. And, but we shouldn't rejoice over the judgment that came upon people. It hurts to be right about this one thing. All right? It hurts. Now, I know. I mean, y'all are better than me. It, y'all are way better than me. Um, I, I have to work on this part. I have, to, I have to work on not being like, that's what they get. All right? And I'm thankful to be around great people like y'all. And you're going to rub off on me where I go, man, I hate that they got it. Mm, mm, mm. Show me how to do the faces and all that. Really, I'm, I'm just I'm being honest with you. And I know I've gotten in trouble for being honest. I have. I've had people like, you shouldn't talk like that. <laughs> Like, I'll watch you drop right now. <laughs> it's like, like, get it. And we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We want to tell people the truth. We want them to get it, though, right? We want them to be up in heaven. That's what we want to do. Like, man, you know, I wish they would have listened. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes, but, but, but we, don't, we don't rejoice in the destruction and judgment. Rather, we rejoice in the righteous resolution of God's judgment brings. And, and what we're doing is we're saying because the truth, we knew the truth was coming. We wish they would have got on board. Verse 24, 21 through 24, Babylon will be desolate and powerless because it killed prophets and saints. And I couldn't end with a better way than this. Not, not that people were killed, but the fact that we see today, right, the message of the Bible is being killed in schools, in courts, in place, in some churches. You know, I'm more terrified to speak in churches than I am in schools. Because I don't know if, like, what I believe, which is the Bible, if that's even accepted. In fact, I have, to, I have more questions when I'm asked to speak at a Christian school than I do at a public school. It's public schools, I can talk straight hood. The folks that are supposed to know the Bible, if I even said, I remember once even saying something about Jesus, and they said, well, you know, you shouldn't do that. At the Christian Academy? I remember that. But... They killed prophets and saints. They will kill them in the great tribulation. They're killing our message today. They're killing the message today. You believe in life. You believe in in, in marriage, in sexuality. Do what you want to do. Love is love. That's not what the Bible says. And so they're practicing. They're they're killing us verbally. Only they're practicing rehearsing to kill us physically. And again, not us, because we're not here. But they're practicing it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we understand where the world is headed. So we must understand that those who are killing the message of God today is the same who will actually be killing people in the Great Tribulation. But all we need to know is that in the end, God will be victorious. Amen? How many of y'all got Jesus? Amen. Amen. I'm glad you guys answered because I'm like, let me get you some milk right now. Amen. All right. You, you guys bow your heads because we about to dip the cookies in the milk called Jesus. Father, we just pray and we thank you, Lord God, for just a blessed, blessed understanding as we're growing in the book of Revelation. As we're coming to the end of these studies and in the end of these sermons that, Lord God, we see this. And, and I, the encouraging part is we don't have to have everybody on our side. We don't have to have everyone like us. We understand everyone won't like us. But, Lord God, let us not get discouraged because things are not going our way or not the, things, or not the way we planned. 
And Lord God, that we will be encouraged that you have a better plan. As you said in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts that I have of you, thoughts of good and not evil, so that you'd have an expected end. You're still here because there's still a plan and a purpose and a way for your life that you're going to grow in God in such a mighty and amazing way. There's still a plan. And no matter what, understand this. When you're for God, there's going to be things that are against you. Be careful when nothing's happening against you because you may be going the wrong way. Well, Lord, I thank you for each and every person here that is headed in that right direction and, and facing oncoming traffic, so to speak, that, Lord God, that we stand and say thank you for your grace, thank you for your mercy, thank you for loving me still. Lord, I ask that you create in us a clean heart, renew in us a right spirit, and return unto us the joy of your salvation. Speak Psalms 51 and 10 over us. Lord God, as we live and we walk uprightly, we invite others. We got people that we love, Lord God, and care about that we don't want them to get to the end of this day and, and they fall into this judgment, Lord. We pray that they're going to open their eyes and see the hand of God and see the will of God. Father, I pray for those who've been distracted or disappointed by people. Father, I pray that they don't let what's wrong with people keep them from seeing what is right with God. Pray that, Lord God. That whatever turned them off from church, Lord, let them be turned back on for God. Get them back to you, Lord God. Let someone drag them away. No, that form of Babylon, let it be broken in the name of every one of our kids. Everyone, Lord, I just pray, since this is all my heart, that someone that disappointed them that were in the faith, so to speak, and now they've been disappointed with God. But in Jesus' name, they won't let that wrong overcome your right. They're going to say, God is still right. God is still true. He's a good, good father. Even in a bad, bad world. And Father, we just rejoice. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Now listen, we only got four more chapters of the whole book left. Like we're down to the end. If you still haven't gotten notes and you want notes, let me know. Give, let me know. give me your email. We'll get it to you. Just as if you'll put that prayer back up there, those of you who didn't get to see it and, and need a printout or whatever we need to do, we can definitely get that to you and start kind of posting that peaceful prayer. Now, here's what, I, here's what I'm asking for you. If you get verses of peace that you want to make sure we share up there, send that. And then we'll just keep posting. We'll just keep, let's help each other get through these next 21 days. Let's be a part of each other. Okay. Let's not just talk about it, right? Let's actually be about it. Let's actually be in each other. Oh, did you turn it all the way off? Are you just getting there? There it is. That's as pretty as I can make it. All right. That is our prayer of peace. That's our, our common prayer of peace. But, you know, we're going to still be sticking with verses. Amen. All right. We love you guys. We've got some, some juice and hot, hum, spicy hummus out there. Smell. There's a lot of garlic in it, too. So don't worry about vampires. You're, we love you. You're dismissed. <laughs>